0: I'm your host, Brad Alvarez, and welcome back to the Senior Living Concepts Podcast. This episode is going to be straight to the point. How do you find your first job in senior living when you have no connections and no obvious starting point? It sounds a little silly, right? I mean, my college friends who went into finance or consulting or grad school all had clearly defined paths. They had curated networking events, a defined recruiting cycle, and an outline of how to get from A to B. But as you're well aware, we just don't get that luxury in senior living and that's because there aren't enough of us. These senior living companies want young talent, but rarely do recent grads even consider the idea of working with the elderly. So these companies aren't incentivized to show up at your college's career fair. You're left to figure out the process on your own. I remember when I was applying to programs, I had nobody to turn to. Even looking on the websites, I found few entry-level positions. I did a lot of cold calling and cold emailing major operators and was fortunate enough to meet some great leaders at on-campus talks. I got very lucky. I ultimately received offers stemming from these individuals that I met in person. But still, even if you're lucky enough to end up in that position, you need to go make those introductions and get that contact and try to land that job. My biggest takeaway and what I hope to share is that you as an aspiring young professional in this space need to take the initiative. Entry level jobs in senior living are applicant initiated. If the extent of your search is Googling and looking up companies career sites, I think you're making a huge strategic mistake. So with that being said, here's some advice on how to find your first job in the industry. Number one, find out who the major players are and where they are. To do this, your best bet is to Google the ASHA 50. That's A-S-H-A 50. A-S-H-A as in American Senior Housing Association. The 50 refers to their annual list of the top 50 operators and top 50 owners in the space. As you can tell from that, it's a sampling of who the big players are. If you have a regional preference and you wanna just quickly eyeball where the corporate HQ is, you can do that on this list. It'll show you the name, it'll show you the city and state where this company is based. Of course, this isn't a perfect indicator of where most of that company's communities are, but from that, I mean, you already have the list of the 50 operators right there. It'll take you an hour tops to go onto those 50 websites and find either their map or their list of where all the communities are. In that case, if you do have some sort of regional preference, this is your best starting point, looking at those major operators and finding out where they are based. So that's step one, you know, finding out where these companies are, where the big players are. The next logical step from here, once you've targeted a couple of companies based off what you see on their websites or where they're based, would be to make contact with those companies. So I would recommend using LinkedIn. Now, what you want to do, and, and hopefully you don't make the same mistake I did. When I was a college senior reaching out, I tend to just reach out to whoever I could find on LinkedIn. I tried to have a bias towards the types of operations jobs that I would be interested in, but I was just casting a wide net. And that's why I went wrong. I think what you would want to do is to reach out directly to somebody in recruiting or human resources. And, and here's my reason why. Even if you don't reach out to the exact correct person, you're only one link away from whoever that right person would be. That recruiting or HR personnel is probably friends with whoever would ultimately help decide where you could help with the company. Plus, these are the types of people who have that higher level view and know what the needs are and have an idea as to where you could potentially fit in. At the end of the day, they have the know-how and the incentive to connect you with the right people. And while we're on this topic of LinkedIn, just a little tangent from this, I'd also recommend looking up alumni from your school on LinkedIn. You know, just go in and look up buzzwords. You can, of course, limit it to particular networks that you have on LinkedIn, and just start typing in the buzzwords. You know, assisted living, senior care, senior living. See what comes up. As a bonus, if you are fortunate enough to be at some sort of program that has a lot of individuals working in the industry, I would say go go a level deeper. Find people with whom you share a background or affinity because I think that will go a long way. You know, at the end of the day, you are, you know, a young aspiring professional reaching out to a stranger for a favor. You're gonna have a much stronger chance for success if you find someone with whom you have an obvious connection right away. You know, the school alone is a great starting point. If you can find something more, that's just icing on the cake. So anyway, just to refresh, best advice so far, find the biggest operators and then reach out to the correct people on LinkedIn. So my suggestions so far have had a little bit of a regional bias. If you're scanning the ASHA 50 and looking to see where these companies are headquartered or where their communities are, or even if you're looking specifically at alumni of your school, you're going to have a little bit of a regional bias. But what if you're a little bit more location agnostic? You know, what if you are more interested in what these companies are doing? So, you know, maybe you want to work for a company that has a strong history with UBRCs, you know, university-based retirement communities? Or what if you want to look for someone who's been doing a lot of cutting-edge stuff on the memory care side? What if you want to work for someone who has been really on that, kind of leading the next generation of tech in the industry, someone who's been implementing a lot of new technology in their buildings? For this, I would say look into the major news sites. Look into Senior Housing News, Senior Living Foresight, Senior Living News, McKnight's, anything you can find. From here, you can just scan through the most recent articles, see if anything catches your attention. Or, if you're looking into something in particular, you can just go into the search bar in the top corner, look for that, and see which providers have already been linked to those topics. Now, not only are you finding the type of company that you would really, really want to work for, but that's going to come through when you cold call, when you cold email, when you interview. If you can connect and say, you know, not only do I want to work in senior living, but I want to work in senior living for a company that has, you know, a UBRC that I can learn from. Or I want to work at a senior living provider that is really pushing the envelope when it comes to technology. That's how you're going to strike a chord. That's how you're going to stand out. And I think that's your best chance to move on to the next level and try to ultimately get that position. If nothing else, it's fun and a really good learning opportunity to see what is out there. Now, if you aren't already, I would really recommend keeping an eye on those big sites. Again, Senior Housing News, Senior Living Foresight, Senior Living News, McKnight's. The next suggestion is to take advantage of the schools that have senior living programs. And I mean that even if you are not attending a program that has senior living or gerontology classes, I would look up some of those bigger programs. You know, Washington State, Cornell, George Mason, USC. Look up those programs and find out who's hiring from there, and who is sponsoring their events. These are inherently the types of companies that are actively looking to get involved with the next generation of senior living professionals. So they're a great starting point for you. In fact, these are probably a lot of the types of of companies that have more structured programs for people in your position. So definitely reach out to them. In the same boat, you can reach out to their professors, or rather look up their CVs online, see if any of them have worked in the field previously. Again, these are people who you can reach out to who are now going back to school and teaching the next generation of professionals. You know, they might have a bit of a bias towards their own students, but I think you have nothing to lose, and at minimum, it's a great chance to reach out and just learn from somebody else, see what types of advice they have for you. My answers have been a little operations focused because that's what I was looking for coming out of college, but there are a lot of other great options too. For instance, if you're a little bit more tech-oriented, I would suggest you look into the Aging 2.0 chapters. They're in seemingly every major city in the U.S. at this point, plus a ton of other locations abroad. So you can look nationally, or you can look at your local chapters, and you can find out what some of these companies are doing, you know, what the different areas. Just start to learn what opportunities are out there and what different people are doing in the industry. So at this point, you know, you might see that there are some more VR companies out there, AI has been gaining a lot of uh, a lot of traction in the industry lately. Just find out what opportunities you have from organizations like Aging 2.0. Another piece of advice is to go to events. I would say find anything aging related in your area. You You can find a lot of these talks that senior living professionals are putting on at local libraries and schools. And this is a great way to get your foot in the door. Another option is just to realize that local senior communities often have professionals nights as well. I remember when I was in college, I saw a flyer for one of these events and I totally misread it. I thought that it was supposed to be for, you know, undergrads like myself. It was ultimately just for professionals and I showed up unprepared, you know, underdressed, just this underclassman walking in who had no idea what he was doing. And I managed to walk out with an internship. And I, I only bring up this example to show, that people in this industry want to help and are actively looking for young talent. You know, if, if they can find somebody who's just interested in the industry, that goes a long way because there just aren't enough of us to begin with. And here's the thing, even if somebody doesn't have a potential job or internship offer for you, it's a small industry. Everybody seems to know each other. So if they don't have an offer for you, their friends might, or they might at least be able to point you in the direction of where you should look next to find an opportunity. This process is going to be very applicant driven, so be prepared to initiate the process. There is no recruiting cycle, but if you're looking for a job or internship for this coming summer, I say you should start now. You need to cast a potentially large net and it's going to take research to find every opportunity. Now, generally speaking, the types of people who go into the literal business of caring tend to be incredibly generous people professionals are going to want to help you out once you initiate the process so like I said you know start reach, start doing your research start you know calling people start emailing start showing up to events do anything you can to get your name and face out there to get your resume into the right hands and hopefully good things will follow I think this is how you can maximize your chance for success well that's it for me thanks for listening And stay tuned as we continue to explore interesting concepts in senior living.